Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today, we're going to talk about homework. So homework is a pretty charged topic, especially for kids. Um, And it's one of the things that can really derail an evening. Um, It can really set everybody's nerves on edge. So we're going to talk about homework, how to handle homework, and how to avoid homework meltdowns. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So homework. Okay, so let's do the setup for this for kids. They've been at school all day. They've been learning all day. They've probably had after school programs. By the time they sit down to do their homework at night, they are fried. They are tired. They don't want to do it. Um, And they get this, and kids have very big feelings. So they get this very kind of big surge of like, ah, I don't want to. And they're going to dig in their heels. The odd child already has their homework done and is bringing you to, you know, bring it to you to sign. But that's very rare. Most kids uh, procrastinate, drag their heels and don't want to do it. And some kids, in fact, many kids would rather have a meltdown. They would rather scream and yell and get in a big fight with you. That's preferable to sitting down and doing 15 minutes of homework. So there's a few things we have to be aware of as a parent. First of all, we don't want to establish that pattern. We don't want to be linking learning and schoolwork and or things that kids have to do that are hard because that's a really important muscle for kids to build with fighting and screaming and upset and high levels of cortisol. Those two things should not be going together. The other thing you have to realize is sometimes kids will set up one of these gigantic meltdowns with you. Uh, A, to get out of doing the homework. As I said before, it's kind of preferable to doing homework. (laughs) That's how bad homework is for them. Um, But also they'll do it because they need the adrenaline rush. So they need to get all fired up and mad and they need to know that like, this is no joke. They have to do it right now or else. Um, And then with that blast of adrenaline, they can use that to kind of, um, you know, run off the, the stimulation that's now happening to the frontal lobe that's bringing the frontal lobe online and then they'll get their homework done. And it's exhausting because it leaves us as parents like, why do we have to go through this every night? You know, this is something you have to do. So understanding the context of that is actually really, really important and know that sometimes it's just biochemical what's happening. So you know me, if you've listened to my other podcasts, you know I'm really big on having a nice big chalkboard or whiteboard that actually has everything that's going on in your child or children's lives that week or the family's lives that week up somewhere in in a central place where everyone can see it. And on that board needs to go homework time. And it's probably, I mean, it's best if it's the same time every night, um, but most likely they're going to have programs. So one, you know, one day they can do it after school. Another day, it's not going to be till seven o'clock that they uh, get settled to do it, but it needs to be on the boards. The kids can see it. And when you walk them up to that in the morning, they get to see in their head. Oh yeah. You know, right when I get home from gymnastics or swimming or whatever it is, um, that's when I have to do my homework. And you also have to pull in the must do's versus can do's here. So homework is a must do, and that must get done before you get your can do's. So even if the homework takes an hour and they're rolling around and they, and they, and, and it goes on and on and on, um, if it's done and there's enough time left, they can still have whatever 
they get their screen time or whatever it is. If they roll around and scream and don't get anything done the entire time, then they've lost their can do. And you don't have to get mad and get, I told you, see, this is what happens. Now you've lost your, it's like, uh oh, well, sorry, babe, that's what happens. And you mirror first, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but you say to them, that's what happens. Like you wasted all your time struggling and being upset and it's a horrible feeling. And I know it's hard, but you can't have your candies now. I love you enough to mean what I say and say what I mean. Be really firm. Keep it very neutral based in love, not fear. Now, the other thing here is you have to remember to mirror. Now, this can get really exhausting because A, you know, in your head, it'll take 15 minutes if they just do it. But if they actually took the time that they're taking to fight about it and complain about how hard it is or stupid it is or boring it is, and they just took that energy and they put it into the homework, it would be done. And we can see that as an adult, but kids are not mini adults. And so they're going to have these meltdowns for all the reasons we discussed, and you have to remember to mirror. So it has to be, you take a second and you look in their eyes and you say, I get it. I know what it feels like to have to do things that are really hard and you don't want to do it, especially after a whole day and you worked really hard at school today. Yeah, the homework's stupid. It doesn't even make any sense. So that's even worse because now you're doing this homework. You don't even think you need to do it for any reason. It doesn't even make sense to you. You have to mirror. You're not agreeing with them. You're getting it. You just get it, right? Two, three, four statements. And as you're connecting with your child this way, what you're doing is you're settling them down, right? Oxytocin is going up. Cortisol and adrenaline is going down. They're actually feeling heard. They're understood. You can, you can seal that with a nice chest-to-chest hug or a little nose rub or something, followed by a message of confidence. I believe in you. I know you can do this. You've got this. I'm just going to be over here if you need me. Right. And then when they do the homework, when they get it done, don't do this. You see, that wasn't so bad. You could have been done 15 minutes ago. If you don't do any of that. Just a, a very and don't do, oh my gosh, see, that's so good. Look at you doing your homework. That's also going to set them up for fear. Like, what if I can't do that tomorrow? Um, really neutral. Just look at them and go, amazing, good work. Well done. Now you get your can do's. Very, very neutral really important. And if you can kind of establish this routine, it will really help. Now let's talk about the meltdowns. I, I think you should never get into a homework meltdown with your child. If they, if they are pulling you into it. So let's say they, they ask you to come and help them. And then you try to help them and they get in a whole thing. And then you're getting mad. And if you want my help, and you get in a whole like thing. It's horrible for you, horrible for them. Your evening shot, it's a disaster. And that's only one of your kids. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to do the mirroring and, and then you're going to say to them, I'm happy to help you if, you. if you think it's something they need help with. If it's something you think they really can do on their own, then message of confidence. I know you've got this. And if you can't do it, you need to go talk to your teacher tomorrow. Um, but if you know that it's something your child really is having a little bit of difficulty with and they could really use some help, then you're helping them. If they get nasty, you stay neutral. You've already done your mirroring. You can do a little bit and say, I get it. This is hard. It's really hard to try to do something that you know you're smart, but you just aren't getting this, but you're being really nasty to me. And I'm, I like myself too much to sit here and be, and be treated like this when I'm doing you a favor. So I'm getting up, I'm going away. If you want to treat me nicely? I'll come back, leave for a couple of minutes. And they'll be like, come back. I can't do it. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to school tomorrow. They'll throw everything at you. Once they calm down and they say, okay, fine, I'll be good. I'll be nice. And come back, do the homework with them. If they get nasty again, 
very neutral. No, you know what? I'm sorry. It's happening again. I'm out. So you're just in a very steady, confident way, showing them what happens when their behavior is unpleasant and unnecessary and unkind. You're not having a whole lecture about it. You're not screaming it. You're just literally showing them every single time with neutral consistency. And usually that will work. Usually they'll end up calming down and, and working pretty well with you. Um, the other two is have their homework window. If the homework window closes and they haven't done their candles, they don't, then they don't get their candles. But if it's still bedtime, if it's bedtime and they need to go to sleep, then it's bedtime. And if the homework's not done, it's not done. You write a letter to the teacher, um, you know, took us a really long time. It didn't get done. Um, and trust that the teacher, teachers don't want you to have evenings that are absolutely disastrous with your kids around learning. They, they don't want that. They want kids to play and have fun and relax and enjoy themselves. And homework is really meant to be like a, a way for them to kind of practice building that muscle, doing things they don't want to do. It's a way to reinforce things that they should already know. Um, so if your kids are really not understanding what the homework is, then that's a reason to connect with the teacher and find out what's going on. If it's, and it's more often it's this, they just don't want to do it because it's boring and repetitive and they hate that. Um, then put it back to the teacher and the teacher will talk to the child and either they'll have to, you know, stay in and do something, but you know, if it's part of recess or they'll have to do it tomorrow and it'll just be a different thing coming from the teacher. Let the teacher be the one that sets that and really stick to the recommendations and the guidelines um, of the school. And if the school says for your kids, grade, it's 15 minutes and then don't do any more than 15 minutes. That's it. That's the end of the window. Um, teenagers, this is a little bit more difficult, especially if they're really big procrastinators. We tend to, with our teenagers, kind of get over-involved and help them too much. And um, I did do a podcast on procrastination. So go back and have a look at that one. That's That's helpful for both kids and for your teenagers. You know, at the time that I'm recording this, it's the beginning of the school year. So this is a really good time to integrate all the things you've learned at Connected Parenting and really follow these steps for homework. It'll make a huge difference for your child, for you, for your evenings. Um, if you happen to be listening to it and it's a different time of the year, don't worry. You can always reset. Um, it's a really good idea, too, before um, you sort of target a thing like homework to improve on homework to sit down and have a conversation or go for a walk and do a bunch of mirroring on what it feels like and what their beliefs are about homework and let them kind of vent and talk about that and then you can talk about how important it is to build that muscle and that we've lost a lot of evenings to screaming and yelling and it's not working for anybody anymore for so for now on this is how we're doing it and you can redo you can really lay out the idea of the must do's and the can do's and the fact that you're not going to be putting up with them being nasty if they're, if you're sitting with them and doing your homework, you're just going to walk away. You'll come back and give them another chance. But if they're nasty, you're going to walk away again. Just really sort of um, sculpting that out so your kids have um, a texture and they know what's coming next. And that should get you through uh, homework in the family. And it should reduce, if not eliminate, uh, homework meltdowns altogether. So for more information, visit us at connectedparenting.com. We've got all kinds of resources for you. We've got a team of people who work individually with families. We've got our village where we work with people in groups. It's an amazing place to help each other and learn more about connected parenting and practice the techniques. Um, and then we've got our courses, which do a deep dive into all of this stuff, including uh, how to become a master mirror. So I will see you next time.
on the next episode of Connected Parenting.